Hello everyone, my name is Elena and I'm a junior in high school. Welcome to my podcast, The Other Side. Our country is more divided than it ever has been. Everything is polarized. With climate change and vaccines, not even the weather and your health is a safe topic anymore. I've had the privilege to be part of both political communities, a predominantly conservative family and a predominantly liberal school. Because of this, I see both sides and I also hear and see the hate given between the sides. This is why I've decided to interview people from different sides of the political divide to hopefully inspire you to take someone that makes you grit your teeth out to lunch, to simply have a conversation, to start to come to an understanding of each other and have compassion for one another. As the Persian poet Rumi says, out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field, I'll meet you there. All right, can you start off by stating your name, age, and your current job? And you don't have to say where you work if you don't want to. Okay, I'm Jesse Ray, um, like 41, I think. Um, and I work, uh, I like do construction, like build houses and remodels and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, what political party do you typically identify with? Um, I would consider myself a conservative, and so I usually um, vote Republican. Also fond of, of some of the ideas um, that would be labeled libertarian. Um, where do you think your political beliefs stem from? What values? Probably, uh, mostly just because I'm a Christian. And so I try to do things according to what I believe as a Christian. Um, but I think also I tend to see that, um, the more we involve government, the more problems there are, the more unintended consequences there are. And so I tend to want to have less government if possible. Um, but I definitely see the need for rules and law because um, when people are left on their own, they tend to do some of the stupidest things. And um, like, I see that a lot in my business with construction when i remodel i find things that people have done you know obviously without a permit and it's just they do like i said really stupid things sometimes and so it is good to have that oversight um and have some rules in place but i think that too much of that definitely makes things inefficient and you end up with lots of other problems that you didn't see coming, so. Um, can you share some of your life experience with me? Um, I grew up, you know, what I would call in the country, um, lots of, lots of just running around playing outdoors. Um, Grew up with my sister and we had a lot of fun. 
um, playing outdoors and going on hikes and adventures. And um, then, you know, small, smaller school. Um, so, so I didn't get the big city experience at all as a kid. Um, once I got out of school, I went to like one semester of college up in Steamboat Springs, and I thought it was going to be a lot of fun skiing and doing all that kind of thing. But everybody, everybody there just pretty much wanted to drink. And that was, for me, that was boring. Um, so that's why I came back home and just, I went to work with my dad and he taught me, you know, how to build and do construction and that's where I'm at now. So got married and had kids and pretty much just enjoying enjoying living i kind of built my life around where i wanted to live more than like what i wanted to do or anything like that and i knew i wanted to live here in the mountains and so i kind of did the things that i needed to do to be able to live here can you think back on any experiences in your life that maybe shaped um like a hot issue or like if you can think of um like something like abortion have you ever had like an experience in your life or like immigration that may have shaped your um perspective on the said issue or um i mean i don't know of any big moments where anything changed but i do try to listen to other people's point of views and try to hear what it is that you know, that's important to them. Like someone might say they're pro-abortion and someone else is, will say they're pro-life. And it's like, well, what about it, you know, is actually important to you? And so I try to have conversations with people about those issues or about, you know, whatever issue is the hot issue at the moment and see what's important to them and see if like, maybe the things that are important to them and the things that are important to me, we can come together and make both of those work. So um, I can't think of anything that's, that was really like a turning point on any of my beliefs. I think maybe I've, like I'm on abortion, I think it's really easy just to say, well, absolutely not. Um, because it's to to my mind that's a living person even though they haven't been born yet they're inside the womb and they're they're alive and they're separate and so i tend to just be 100 percent no you cannot abort that person um but it is good to hear people's perspectives and understand the certain situations where they feel like that it would be necessary and i and I kind of lean toward the idea of rather than uh, maybe rather than outlawing it in every situation, maybe we need to do a better job at um, kind of helping people to understand what's really happening so that even if they have the choice of abortion, that they would more times than not, they would choose to not abort their child 
So I think it's I think it's more important to change people's hearts and minds than it is to make laws that force them to do what you wish them to. That's good. Um, what issues deeply concern you? Um, I think right now the country is sort of almost at a tipping point where, uh, you know, a fork in the road where we can either continue down the road that I think America was founded on, which is the idea of sort of um, individual freedoms and uh, the American dream. And if, you know, if you want to make it, if you want to make it here, you you can, but it's just up to you and, and your own hard work. Whereas I think we're at the point where the, a lot of the country would like to switch tracks and start start down the road that I would consider socialism, which is, which is more like, um, yes, we'll pay a lot more in taxes, but it's okay because the government will supply a lot of services for those, for that money. And so we'll have a lot more safety nets and we'll have a lot more that's given to us. So a lot of the ideas like, obviously the big one is, um, like guaranteed health care across the board for everyone, which I don't think is a bad thing to have, but, but I don't know that it's consistent with what America is all about, which is kind of like you get to figure it out and you get to spend your money on what you want. And, and then the other ideas are like free education. Um, you know, on that line, we, we already have a lot of free education which is uh, public school from kindergarten through 12th grade and in general i would think that most people would say it's kind of marginal in quality i think there's a lot of people that think that the public school systems have failed us and so if that's true i don't know why we would want to expand that to colleges and put you know make make college free or whatever so I think that um, I think we've already seen college get really screwed up just by um, guaranteeing student loans. Because as soon as we guaranteed the student loans through the government, um, then basically people could get, you know, they could get as much money as they needed to for college, and which meant that the college could charge as much as they wanted to, basically. And so I think that's that's caused a skyrocket <laughs> increase in price of college. Um, and so, so like I say, already the government's got involved and it doesn't seem like it's worked. And another idea along these same lines is like um, sort of like a universal basic income where it's like everyone would be guaranteed like $1,000 uh, every month or something like that. I mean, at first it sounds good, but, um, I, and, and like I say, maybe a lot of these ideas are good ideas. I don't, I don't even want to dispute. I don't want to say that they're a bad idea. I just think that there's more than one way to do things. And I don't think that America is where you go if you want to do things in that way in the socialist way i like i 
I think there's lots of countries out there already that do it that way, and that's fine. Um, but I think in America, it should be like more you're kind of on your own and you get to make your own way, you get to make your own decisions. Um, you figure out how to make money, you figure out what you want to spend it on. And so I think it would be nice if there was still, if we could leave it so that there is at least somewhere in the world preferably the u.s where we keep that method of doing things and just see where it takes us i mean it's kind of neat you know people get creative when they have to figure things out on their own so anyway very cool um would you consider yourself a patriot and why Um, I mean, I guess I would, I'm probably don't feel like I have a real clear idea of what that word means. Um, I definitely support my country and I'm proud of it. And, um, you know, I would be happy and willing to stand up to, to, um, to protect my country and to protect its existence and the people in it. So. Yeah, I think I think I would consider myself a patriot, but um, that's not on the top of my mind all the time. But I think if a situation came up where I needed to, I would. Okay. <laughs> I'm having so many thoughts of how I want to do this differently. <laughs> Doing great though, thanks. Okay. Good. Sorry. It's okay. It's good. Um, do you believe that the media portrays your party correctly? No, I don't. I don't think the media portrays my party correctly um, at all. Um, I don't think they portray conservatives correctly at all. Uh, I think they. I think that the media is full of people who are basically not journalists anymore but activists and i feel like that they it seems like that they think that it's their duty in life to push a certain narrative or you know just perform activism instead of journalism um i don't think i wouldn't say that they necessarily portray the opposing side correctly either but i think they definitely see themselves as liberals and if you don't believe what they believe then you're evil and they're gonna make it their job day in and day out to basically destroy the conservative viewpoint and just go after it just completely go after it like all-out war i mean Definitely, there's people that are that way towards Trump, um, but I think there's also people that are that way towards, you know, media outlets that are that way just toward the whole conservative viewpoint, but just how it feels. That's all I was asking for.
What questions have you always wanted to ask the other side? I mean, I don't know if I have any particular questions, but it would be interesting to sit down and talk with people from the other side and try to understand them. I do that some on Facebook. It usually results in that we basically just disagree. I mean, I've got one friend in particular that I've had quite a few conversations with, and we look at it from all different points of view. And in a lot of ways, we, on a lot of things we agree with, but then our, like, we'll agree on a lot of the facts and on the way things work and everything. But then our, um, conclusion will be different so like he'll and that's kind of just where we have to leave it we just have to leave it that okay well i guess we just disagree and so if you take that to policy it's hard to know what to do because you and i guess that's you know you can either try something and if it doesn't work you can try something different but also it comes down to kind of you do the democratic thing where you just take a poll and you see if there's more people that want to do it this way or more people that want to do it that way so um what was, what was the question like what questions have you always wanted or would you want what to question ask would i want to ask someone on like a liberal um I mean, I think, I think one, one issue that kind of stands out lately that I think liberals have gone further to the left on than they used to, like a lot further, is on freedom of speech. I don't, I think that there is a lot of, I mean, liberals used to fully support freedom of speech no matter what and see it as super important but i i see a lot of liberals now that are actually fully embracing i mean call it censorship or you can call it whatever you want but they feel like it's really important to not allow things that they think is a lie or misinformation to be to be circulated and so they're they're completely fine with facebook and twitter blocking certain news stories um they're completely fine with you know warnings being put on on different posts um posts being removed in fact i mean they they support it so that would be that would be one topic that i'd be interested in talking to and that is actually one topic that i talked to one of my friends about that was liberal and he basically i mean he was basically saying yeah we should that's what should be done it should be you know if it's not true it should it shouldn't be allowed to be spoken and i think that's a hard thing to uphold because the whole debate is whether what is true and what's not true and so if you say something that you believe to be true but the side that's in charge of censorship doesn't agree with you 
they can easily say well, that's not true and just remove it. And so your point of view gets removed. Um, so I don't know. I'm not. I'm not coming up with any good questions that I would ask for the other side. Um, but I think conversation's good between the two sides. All right. Um, this is the final question. What do you wish the other side knew about you, or what's something you think the other side doesn't understand that you? Want well, to? I think it's. I think it's true of, you know, I think it's true of both sides is that neither side sees the other side as having like legitimate concerns. They both see the other side as being either crazy or evil, misguided, com just completely wrong. Um, they don't ever stop and say, okay, this is important to you. Why is it important to you? Let's see if the, you know, what is your ultimate goal with, with this? And maybe there is a way to make the things you want work with the things I want. Um, it's too, everything's too like polarized and like black and white. Like it's either right or it's wrong. There's no middle ground. There's no compromise. There's no uh, way to like meet in the middle. So. Um, uh, say the question one more time. What do you wish the other side knew about you? Um, so I, th I just think on each individual issue, it would be good to, to sit down and talk to them about each issue and, and let them, sh and I could show them and explain to them what's important to me about each issue. And So, and you know, I don't have any specifics right at the moment, but that would be good. All right. Thank you so much for listening to The Other Side. I hope you had fun listening. I know I had fun making this. Thank you, Elizabeth Lesser from TED Talks, for the inspiration. I trust that you have now gained compassion and understanding for the other side, and that you now see behind every political mask there is a human. A human with values, passions, and a soul. I hope that you now feel inspired to take someone from the other side out to lunch.